everybody. I'm Matt. And I'm uh, not Delton. And welcome to Sage and Cynical, a podcast where we attempt wisdom, but we just end up throwing out my fat, bald co-host. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Gold. <laughs> oh, you're fucking savage. Oh, yeah. Delton, Delton knows he's fat and bald. It's all right. You just want to, like, oil his head sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It'd be, it'd be real shiny. <laughs> Jesus fuck. So yeah, as you can see, no doubt in this week, he had uh, some stuff going on in life. In his stead, I have my good friend Haunt. Here he is. I'll be editing for the podcast coming up here pretty soon, probably this episode. Yeah, our new editor. Yeah? Stepping up in the world. Me, not you. I having an editor. I'm not saying being my editor makes you step up. I'm saying I'm... <laughs> Just like, know your place. Yeah. Get into the cave, edit the video. Right. But yeah, no, happy to be on board. Uh, I've known I've known Matt for, I mean, Jesus Christ, how long now? I mean, we've known each other for probably 15 years. I mean, since the old atheist YouTuber days. Yeah, yeah, the skeptic community. God, that fucking imploded. Holy shit. That's why I prefer to understand us I prefer the city. Yeah, that went in multiple directions. But yeah, so uh, we're happy to have you on board. I'm happy to not have to balance work, wife, house, kid, editing. Plus, you're just better at it. So I think it's going to really help the show. You're a pretty good editor yourself. I think it's just the time crunch. You and Delton shoot weekly, right? Right. We'll try to. This podcast will pick up at some point. These are two extraordinarily talented individuals. Like I said, I've known Matt for a while. You can't find much like it online. Everything's super fucking polarized. A lot of people online, not pointing figures at other podcasts. Fuck other podcasts. Okay, maybe I am, some of them. But like a lot of them are like just fake ass. Sure. Yeah, you see a lot of grifter partisanship where that's what I like about what we do is we try to like, we kind of, I think have probably pissed off people on both sides which is something we like yeah not out of some like desire to cause drama just if you don't have ideas that you hold that are technically from the quote-unquote other side any ideas you're probably not thinking for yourself like if you're just like i align with everything that this particular platform says and nothing the other one says it's hard for me to believe you're coming up with your own ideas because i just don't think any quote-unquote side is just completely accurate and they don't get anything wrong and so you see these people that just they're on they're on the fucking left they're not a single idea they have could be considered um quote unquote on the right and vice versa and i just think it's they're not the they're not the originators of their thoughts oh yeah 100 percent. and this is this is coming from myself who is uh lefty sure sure get to the fucking points you welcome oh, i'm a socialist funny thing is um american politics is we don't have a left-wing party here um, right. our, our, you know, our Democrats, our liberals, they're very centrist, um, comparatively to any other left-wing party in any, um, in any Western country, at least you have ideas coming out of people who espouse left-wing rhetoric, who say they're left-wing, but this might be a term that a lot of people don't get if you're not permanently plugged into the internet, but yeah. tankies, oh, yeah. um, yeah. Uh, tankies are a fucking cancer to the online left. 
Sure. You get authoritarian ideals coming from a lot of these people. Someone who is a tanky generally is someone who likes the aesthetics of being left or whatnot, but their entire fucking identity is just pretty much hating America or hating Western countries. They, If someone says they're anti-imperialist before they say they're a socialist or a communist, that's not a lefty. That's just horseshoe theory, like, okay, I like the aesthetics of this, but, you know, China's my daddy and Taiwan is Taipei instead, and, you know, and it belongs to China. Like, all that bullshit. Stalin did nothing wrong. <laughs> Come on, man. So Stalin has one good quote, um, and I'm not handing it to Stalin by any means. Um, dude was a monster. Sure. But every time I hear this quote, it makes me chuckle. Uh, he said, uh, when we hang the capitalists, they'll sell us the rope that we use. Right. Um, yeah. That, that shit has always made me chuckle because it's like, yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. No, no, sure. Um, I can see that. Yeah. One point Stalin. <laughs> Jesus fuck, dude. <laughs> Off to a great start. Oh, yeah. Oh, before we continue on, all you taters out there that are commenting. Did you have you read the comments from that video? So we did the anti-tate video. The taters, I don't even know what you call them, drinking the taterade. I mean, it's um, not politically correct. I call them tate-tards. Tate-tards, I like that. Yeah. Um, me and Delmar are going to address your comments because they're very eloquent, uh, deep, and um, thoughtful. And uh, yeah, it's going to be great. So stay tuned for that. Spoiler alert, we win. I must break you. That's how it's going to go. Because anybody who likes Tate who hates me, that's good. Because if you like Tate and you like us, we're probably doing something wrong. Because Tate is a misogynist, an idiot, a shallow prick, um, and somebody who shouldn't be listened to. By the way, did you somehow insert my soul into a droid? I did. I can feel the endless void, Matthew. Yeah, you're being pulled into the droid through socialist magic. It consumes me. I can feel it. Yeah. It is It is grabbing me by the taint and yeah. pulling me henceforth. Tell you what, you're a lot more fuckable as a droid than Delton is. That's all right. <laughs> Jesus fuck. Why did that make me feel good? I am broken inside. Delton's a bit fuckable, right? Especially different cultures have different ideas of beauty, right? Sure. So, like, in America, like, let's not lie to ourselves. Like, the Ubermensch, if you will. And I'm not talking about alpha bullshit. I'm talking about, like, the thing that is generally accepted as, like, traditional beauty for males. Yeah. Right? Um, is generally, like, tall, cut, has abs, you know, not overtly muscular but wiry you know very well definition like that type of thing right sure but among different in groups you certainly have like a more accepted body type and let me tell you there are some there are some gay bear communities within at least the east coast up here up here in new york uh that that would that would Eat Delton up. Oh yeah, it'd be all over him. I agree. We need to we need to do a matchmaking. Delton's gonna love this segment. He's gonna listen to it in his car on the way to work. <laughs> and now for something completely different. I brought Haunt on. Because as he said, he's a socialist. I would consider myself more of a liberal or a social democrat. I don't think we're gonna disagree on too much. I'm certainly no super capitalist right winger. 
but there are tenets of socialism depending upon which versions we're talking about and what level of government interference we're referring to. So I wanted to explore socialism with a socialist. Da -da 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 -da. So America is a capitalist country currently. We are a blend of both, but we're a blend way more of capitalism. Anything, I mean, we do have social programs, um, many of which are always under attack by the right, many of which are always under attack to be underfunded compared to other endeavors that are obviously much um, less beneficial to, to its people. In, the, in your view of how a government should function, where, what, what is socialism? You have the textbook definition, right? Broadly construed, socialism is a socioeconomic system in which property and the distribution of wealth are subject to control by the workers, either directly through popular collectives such as workers' councils, or indirectly exercised on behalf of the people by the state, and in which egalitarianism or equality is an important goal. This explains why under socialism, the means of production are owned by the state, community, or the workers, as opposed to capitalism, where the means of production are privately owned. And I think that, uh, I think that the media portrays it in a certain way. Oh, sure. If you're not permanently plugged in online or just incessantly on Twitter or some other uh, social network where people talk politics, and even then sometimes you might not be getting the full picture of like what each political ideology is. Sure. You know, you and I have been around in political spaces long enough to see like, okay, well, this is the, this is the pure unadulterated form of this. This is Christian nationalism. This is, you know, this is what Democrats say and what Democrats really believe. This is what Republicans say and what Republicans really believe as a general consensus among those. And you're going to have individuals that partake of each one and have their own ideologies because people are very different. Sure. You know, um, you know, I, I found that you can answer what a political system is. The personal journey of a person into that system is a better uh, is a better conduit. Obviously, how somebody would come to the idea and accept it for themselves would be multi-layered, right? You'd start one way, and then you'd hate the other way, probably, and then you'd dip your toe in, and you'd see points from that side, but you'd still have things pulling you into your current ideology. But as you dip your toe in more and more and more, things start to make sense, and you accept part of it, but not all of it, and then you accept a little more of it, and then all of a sudden you're a fucking, you know, you are whatever it is you were just fighting against or what maybe you didn't believe. I think, like, just like going from Christianity to atheism or any sort of deconversion... I think that how a person would come into holding a certain belief might be a long, multi-layer, complex, time-consuming thing. But I think that an explanation for what that thing is can be concise, right? And doesn't need to have a ton of complexity. I think that's fair. You know, I political system is an answer to a question. And that question is, what does a society base their values around? Sure. I think that the political system of socialism is when a society bases uh, their governance of that society, kind of like tending a garden, on the care of the individuals that are within it, right? Sure. Um, so 
all socialism is, if you tear away everything else, the base theory behind it mm -hmm. is putting you back in contact with helping the people around you. So it's social organization means a production distribution and the exchange of such um, should be owned and regulated by the community in that aspect can either mean uh, a local government, your family, your town, uh, the country as a whole. You know, utopian socialism, it would be nice. Luxury gay space communism, yeah. uh, which is essentially the end goal. Well, Star Trek, right? We're with post-scarcity, right? Yeah, I mean, that'd be, again, that'd be nice. We, we're talking about a different species, I think, though, unfortunately. Yeah, definitely. We should try to move to get closer, in my opinion. I think that America has the means to become a socialist country. Also, I think we have a lot of problems to fix. Oh, sure. Yeah, especially, you know, maybe helping some of the countries that we impact in South America. Holy shit. You know, oh, like sure. anybody out there, look up the banana wars and like the bullshit that America pulled and has admitted to down in South America that destabilized all these fucking governments. It's absolutely disgusting. Yeah, I mean, there's just no doubt. So, like, I would grant you the separation of other socialist countries' actions. And so, like, I would expect, and I'm not saying you aren't, but so I'm going to associate America's actions from capitalism as well, in the sense that we're, I'm talking about an ideal system. So, so what, what, what would you say to somebody who has this view of incentivizing... Um, hard work as being something that socialism doesn't do. In other words, if you want to be the next Donald Trump, um, why you would want to be that, I don't know, other than the money. What what incentivizes invention, um, working beyond what other people will do? Um, is there a cap that is put on what somebody is able to earn under the system? First of all, I don't think that capitalism breeds innovation first and foremost. Capitalism breeds 60 kinds of cereals that nobody needs. You know, like, yeah, that's fair. like look at planned obsolescence, right? Planned obsolescence is built in everything. You know, it incentivizes right. shit that breaks for the most part. That's true. Now, I think that the incentive structure for capitalism is flawed and also at the same time the incentive for something like a socialist system is actually better for the sheer fact that you don't have to be in survival mode anymore you can choose what you want to do and your labor is yours therefore you can do what you wish to do now you you won't have elon musk or anything like that um which i fucking loathe that man um like, don't get me wrong, he's an intelligent guy, but 90% of his shit is just smart marketing. Yeah, you know, I can it, see that. It's kind of like Steve Jobs. Yeah, you know, it is uh, the Bill Burr skit where he says, where he's talking about Steve Jobs and all he do is say, I want all this in there, get on it. It's like... <laughs> the world was one way, and then Steve Jobs came, and it was another. Somebody, for the love of God, what the fuck did that guy do? What did he do? He told other people what to invent? I want my entire music collection in that phone. Get on it! Right? And then these poor, nameless, faceless scientists gotta go in a back room and figure it out. 
how the fuck are we gonna get all of this into this? I mean, what year does this guy think this is? This is crazy. Yeah, I, I don't feel like, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not so in love with Elon Musk as a lot of people are. I don't, I mean, when I hear him talk, I don't hear a genius. When I hear him make political points, I don't hear a genius. Like, I, I mean, the things his companies have done, there's a lot of bad, but there's a lot of interesting innovation. Um, yeah, the thousands and thousands of workers um, that go unnamed, you right. know, and then Musk goes out onto the sales floor and is like, hey, we're doing X thing. And yes, you need a spokesman and whatnot. Sure. But these people are never named. And I think that's another travesty that, that people don't realize about social is that socialism doesn't disincentivize creation. It doesn't disincentivize profit either. Uh, it just disincentivizes profit off the backs of other people. In not separating the worker from the means of production, what it does is it allows you to be fairly compensated for any kind of work that you do. You know, if you make something, if you do something, you should be fairly compensated for that. And you should, it's, it's an interesting narrative that I see on the news and when people talk about it, they talk about bread lines and all kinds of other shit. Meanwhile, here in the States, every time there's a major storm or whatever, the country weighs if we're going to help these people. Is it a bad enough natural disaster that we need to dedicate X amount of dollars to this? You know, meanwhile, um, in, in a socialist country under my like, if I were to have a socialist country under my... You must said it. Would, under my rule. Say it. Under my rule. <laughs> yeah. I, I get under, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you get it. Sure. You get it. So, where does... what? How does the government make this happen? Are we talking about grassroots organization, like a democratic workplace type of thing? Or the government says, you know, okay, we're socialists now. Um, all ownership of property that is, like, landlording is, is, is now banned you don't own that we own that like is the government taking control ownership of this and distributing these um these assets or the uh the, the money well see i mean i think that's a big sticking point a lot of people have because everybody fucking hates our government well right yeah I, i'm not a big government hater i just think that like that's that's what i hate about the conservatives is like bad government it's like well then don't let the government do anything it's like no we can make a better government right government is just simply right. a collection of people like we just have to so i'm not i'm definitely not like i'm not i'm not anti-socialist right so like this whole right. the whole reason i wanted to facilitate this conversation was i was just interested in it like you're not gonna get much argument for me i'm really more curious than anything um, and I wouldn't mind if I decide if I find some ANCAP or a conservative who would like to come on the show, um, they will probably find a lot more points of contention with me, right? Like there'll be a lot more argumentation for me because like, while there are things where like I would be uncomfortable handing the government the keys to the kingdom like that right now, but that's because our current government is horrific and so like reforms in the government would have to take hold they'd have to be established and they'd have to be proven before like letting them because i mean there's some people you'd have to go kill them right to get their property you'd have to kill them they would oh yeah right and so um well i mean see that's the thing though is it here's here's the thing a lot of like the whole take come take my guns crowd right yeah a lot of socialists what people don't realize a lot of socialists are very pro-gun oh yeah very yeah, pro yeah. yeah I won't get you know, because that's personal property property that's a positive freedom the freedom to defend yourself you right, know right, right. obviously 
there's a limit. Like, you can't have a fucking bazooka, you know, just sitting in your goddamn living room in most places. Um, but, like, it's, it's a difference between personal property and private property. I think that the whole come take my guns crowd doesn't realize that under a system like that, no one would be coming to take your guns. The only kind of seizure of anything that would happen under a socialist system would be if someone had been found to be exploiting uh, a workforce or taking far more than they need for anything. Essentially, greed is punished in a socialist society because you're accountable to your peers. And it's kind of like sitting at a dinner table. It's a much more intimate connection with the society around you. You know, if you bogart all the fucking mashed potatoes, someone's going to slap your hands. I guess what I'm saying is say like you allowed everybody, you ha you allowed one person to have all the mashed potatoes for like the entirety of the dinner. And at the end, you said, we're changing things. Give all your mashed potatoes. And then they say, well, no, I earned these mashed potatoes. And then you shoot them in the face and give everyone else the mashed potatoes. <laughs> I don't honestly, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, see, here's the thing. I don't think that that's. We're, we're in a pickle when it comes to swapping over mm -hmm. from capitalism to some kind of socialist system, right? I think the question of how the fuck do we get there from here, especially with such an unequal society, with such stratified classes. So I think incrementalism is probably the best route, right? Okay. I think that the social welfare of the people you know, should come first and something like that. And I don't think that storming the capital, saw how well that worked, you know, for, for Republicans. And yes, I'm yeah. sorry, Republicans well, of course. did that. Yeah, that was definitely, yeah, anyone who disagrees with that is already fucking retarded. <laughs> you know, it, it's any kind of, any kind of movement toward this is going to require a huge shift in mindset. We are very close to fascism right now. It's terrifying, you know, and I'm terrified for our democracy at this point. Um... You know, I do not think that our country can survive another 10 years um, of, you know, another eight years of Republican rule. I, I don't think it can do that. And I'm not a fan of Democrats either, by any means. Uh, as sure. a leftist, I, I loathe liberalism for its sheer inaction in many regards. And it's kind of like holding up the status quo. You know, do you self-identify as a liberal? Yeah, mostly a liberal. So I'm, uh, I would identify with how a liberal sort of meant 10 years ago still. Not like how it was, um, how it's been changed now in the sense that like I'm most, I mostly have socialist programs, but I still believe in a free market economy and I still believe in allowing some level of income inequality because I think it's impossible to close that gap too much before we, uh, eventually have to strip freedoms that I don't think we should strip right so mm -hmm. um, I think I agree in, with unionizing I think places should, should unionize I think that all the power uh, most I think it should be a pretty equal split of power between like the owners of a business and their workers um, to a degree um, I don't, you know, I think that this concept where you just have a management structure and they could basically execute you like this for the, like, hey, of today I want you to kill yourself for work and you have to do it or you're fired. I think there needs to be bargaining power. Um, but I'm not sure that I'm at the point where I think the government should start taking away 
the ownership's right to own something that they created um, or force them. I just think there's a point that I guess maybe it's still the transition thing. I don't think we'd survive the transition. I think it would. I think we would nuke ourselves in the tra that transition. Um, um, right now, it would absolutely kill us. Um, yeah, and that that sucks to say. But this is, and for everybody listening, this is a died in the wool socialist saying like, yeah, you, you can't just like aside from like armed revolution, which would at this point, with since socialism is a movement of the people. Um, and the majority of the people in this country have severe right-wing leanings. Any kind of revolution in this country right now would result in straight-up fascism and authoritarianism. It's not good. You could not, um, you could not revolution your way into socialism right now. So it would have to be a slower process. It would have to be a bit incremental, and that would get me tarred and feathered by a bunch of socialists saying this. Sure. Of the mind that you need an incremental change. Um, you need to actually work this in. You need to change hearts and minds, and people need to be educated. That's why I'm 100% on board with tax-funded education, regardless of what it is um, for the country. I think that all collegiate studies in any field, because we don't know what field's going to be about flat Earth, flat Eartherism. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think that they should also have to demonstrate some kind of like hey this is not necessarily useful but valuable in some way you know like i don't think the state should fund flat earth studies yeah or, fucking... you know or religious i think they should if it's a well-rounded religious study you know that goes into like what we as a society or society value again do we value allowing um christian studies to be state funded is that a thing we want to do i think no, that we yeah, should take no. separation of church and state oh yeah yeah you and i are on board with that but um, religious studies, as far as... Oh, sure. The myths, the literature, the history, that's all super interesting. You know, we don't, you know, but, or, or we should t teach the, con right? We should, we should teach a class about Zeus as if it's real, right? Cthulhu right. studies as I, if it's real. I would fucking, I would fucking dissolve into a fine puddle of slime. In a in a class like that, I absolutely love the mythos. Oh nice. my god, we need to talk about that at some point. I'm yeah, a, well, I would need to. I have no. I under. I know what it is. I know he looks like a fucking squid or some shit. But I have no understanding of the Lovecraft world, the, any of that shit. It's cool. It's. I find it aesthetically cool, but I don't know anything about it. So yeah, I'd be down, but Just I would need quick, to research Lovecraft. Horrible human. Oh being. yeah, horrible racist. Horrible, abominable yeah. human being doesn't mean it can't be a good writer right i mean yeah it's kind of like kind of like my, my my issue with jk rowling yeah so michael jackson you know he's had some good hits some of them were just yeah. kids asses oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. stop it get some help oh yeah. god oh what's wrong with you maybe if we just like maybe get medicare for all first like and then let America like to me the only path I could see is enacting social programs and having them be awesome and then having them um, be popular might be a path. Yeah. Um. Again, uh, this is I mean we're not going to be able to hash out fucking all of capitalism and socialism in this episode, but and also I wouldn't mind continuing this with Delton. 
Well, that's it for us this week, folks. I hope you enjoyed my guest, Han. I hope you enjoy the conversation we have. Super interesting. We will be continuing in the future. I definitely want to hear Dylan's opinion, and I might try to reach out to the to the hard right and see what they think. Um, but, you know, as usual, you're watching us on YouTube, YouTube Clips. Check us out on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, anywhere you get podcasts. Uh, join our Discord. There's not too many people on our Discord yet. I say that every fucking episode. Hurry up. I'm just kidding. Um, but I'm there. Join I'll me suck at, yeah. Dick. Yeah. Han will suck you off. <laughs> yeah. Totally. On the I Discord. have no shame. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. Thanks for joining us, Han. I appreciate having you. I'm sure we'll see you again and you'll be seeing the genius editing occur in our future episodes from him. Oh, no pressure. No pressure. Not at all. I don't not. <laughs> No. If the show fails, it is on his shoulders. 100 fucking percent. <laughs> yeah. But, all right, guys. Well, hey, until next week, have a good one. Bye.